0: the side action podcast the sports gambling show that covers everything in the world of sports betting from a through z will cover the four major sports as well as anything and everything in between worth some action and will increase the size of your bankroll and here we go all right, we
1: are live. Welcome to the Side Action episode 21 of season six. My name is Jim Weglars, aka Wex. You can follow me at Wexpool on Twitter and on Instagram.
2: And I'm Coop. Uh, you can check me on Instagram at Dalton Cooper on uh, Twitter at Mr. Grumpy Gills. Uh, again, we are the Side Action Pod. We are live on location with a beautiful backdrop. Yep. Are you excited to be here? It's awesome. Welcome to Gulfport. Welcome to Gulfport. <laughs> We're here.
1: Uh, we had a kind of a rainy day yesterday, and so we didn't tape. But uh, we have a beautiful morning here in Gulfport. Uh, we had a. To- we to turn down the Beastie Boys for a couple minutes. <laughs> some sabotage. Guy Kyle was was kind of getting us revved up, and then there's some our first game of the day over here on Court One uh, as we uh, as we
2: record right now. Yeah, shout out to everybody back home in the snow. It's uh it's a nice 67 degrees, uh, nice humidity, like 10, 10 mile an hour winds. So uh, shout out to all the folks braving the. Uh, the elements in the Midwest right now. Yeah,
1: sorry everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we, we left, and I heard there's about eight inches of snow back there. So oh my God, really? Oh, wow, I somebody three, sent me a picture, it looked pretty bad, but, hey, we'll, we'll get back to that eventually, and you guys can uh, you know tell us what happened. But yeah, so we're here, we're, we have the Gulf behind us here. Uh, Gulfport is on the St. Pete side of the Tampa St. Pete area. So this is my third, third year coming here. Uh, it's, it's a nice time, there's a little bar strip here. We, our Airbnb is literally like a block away. It's, it's very nice. So, I and mean, then you've hit this two years now.
2: Yeah, it's my second year here. Ah, uh, You can't beat this place, honestly. Yeah. When the weather's nice, you want to play some ball and just uh, have some social life as well. Yeah, right. you can't beat
1: it. It's very reasonably priced. and It's a retirement community. The uh, happy hour started at like three.
2: Yeah, $4 beers or $3 beers. <laughs> Heck, yeah.
1: It was $3 Mai Tais yesterday. Oh, my God. For some, that was dangerous. Uh, others, <laughs> others, we, we, we were braving the elements in the rain yesterday. But oh, yeah today we got a good day so we're gonna get some games in and uh talk some yeah, football exactly so i don't know we, we kind of I mean, we could talk about what happened we did hit beauty bar last week we that? did
2: yeah beauty bar was a good time shout out to to lee that was just such a good call on yeah the, uh, on the on the location sorry i don't know why I could, that was yeah it was
1: yeah, the, it was the lee it was the ace lee uh lee fan or lieutenant Cavs acl uh Send farewell off. tour yeah farewell tour i like that better so he's getting uh getting something done in a couple weeks so we had to. Uh, had to make sure you got a dance in. Yeah,
2: ladies night too, hey, lady, lady DJ, oh all gosh. female artists too, it was, it was a good time. All female artists were like, you were there for like three
1: hours, it was, it was a lot of fun. Sweating
2: my ass. Somebody <laughs> was somebody was oh really gosh. sweating
1: <laughs> uh, of the two of us and I felt, I was, you're like, do you, you want some water? No, I'm good. I was good. I'm hydrated. You're sweating like a yeah. champ. Yeah. But, um, I wasn't lying to you, I was I hydrated. Know. <laughs> and then we got some really frigid temperatures. We got to watch some games. And oh, yeah. Get to those. But, uh, but, yeah, so we're excited to be here and jumping in live. This is uh, live on location. If we can get this. It's hard to see this screen, as we've
2: discussed. So, we'll, we'll do our best here. Yeah, do you want to start the shed for us this week? Yeah, yeah. I feel like you got it pretty good. <laughs> I, honestly, you kind of took my shed. Sorry. I was going to add him to the list. But I I appreciated you putting that on there. But I'd love to hear your, your rant about yeah, it. Yeah, so who am
1: I taking to the shed? Well, obviously, we'll discuss the games. You did quite well this week. One of the... One of the situations that I didn't think would happen, necessarily, was that Green Bay would just score at will on the Dallas defense. Uh, Okay, he he can take those sunglasses. (laughs) Uh, So I believe, like at first I was like, well, I was at a family party, admittedly, so I didn't see all the action, but when I looked at the phone and it was 27 to nothing, I was like, what the hell is going on here? And then I saw a lot of the replays, and even when I saw the third quarter, there were guys running wide open all goddamn day. I'm oh, yeah. like, this is this is a defensive breakdown or defensive breakdown. But then I kind of put together Dan Quinn is in for some new jobs, and maybe he wasn't quite as focused on the game plan against Green Bay. Whereas Matt Lafleur took him to school. So oh, yeah. Dan Quinn, you are you're in the shed. Uh, we could probably add Jerry Jones now because he did keep Mike McCarthy, which I cannot believe. I, uh, yeah. I thought for sure they'd fire him, but so let's add jerry jones to that but in the interim it was dan quinn and his terrible defensive uh game
2: yeah and i mean at the end of the day too i'm taking mike mccarthy because at the end of the sure. day he's the one that oversees that game plan you know he's the one sure. that's supposed to be making sure that everybody's on their piece and cues they're ready to play and uh i think to your point i think dan campbell might have been a little uh or dan campbell listen to me dan Quinn might have been a little yeah. busy building his staff for seattle or uh, maybe a future head coaching job that he's yeah, so, I, don't I don't know how you hire him for that, but yeah. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. But uh, yeah, we're going to start start with Mike McCarthy on my end. And, and I don't know if you saw this, but uh, after the Steelers' loss in Buffalo, there was a reporter uh, that was going to ask yeah. Mike Tomlin a question about his contract, and he walked out halfway through that question. So uh, we're going to take that reporter to the shed. I can't yeah. remember her name. She works for ESPN, so right. give me a shout-out to her. She's, she's in the shed, obviously. It was a big hit on Twitter. For sure, uh, for sure. And then obviously the Toronto Maple Leafs were taking them in the shed this week. Yeah. Um, I don't, obviously, I know you're not a big into the park, it's not a puck hit Yeah, it's so. <laughs> perfectly fine um, But the last three games They did win last night Ironically right. enough, They were down uh, 2 nothing And came okay. back and won 4 3 nice. But the previous three games They were up 2 nothing And had yeah. lost all three Of those games So they're supposed to be uh, A Stanley Cup contender This year um, They're the first team In the wild card right now They're not even In the division wow. race At the moment um, so it's just uh, I'm taking them to the shed. I feel like the expectation is so high for this organization that they should be able to, to be playing a little bit better than what they are for yeah, sure, for sure, for sure. And then we'll end with the Eagles. The Eagles, uh, really? Yeah, good. the Eagles are in the shed. They. Uh, they're, i don't know they're worse than the shed honestly they're they are just in they're in fucking hell right now i would say yeah. um but yeah though they started obviously 10 and 1 they went 1 and 5 down the stretch uh monday night alone and their uh they're beat down by the buccaneers they had 13 missed tackles alone on Oh the yeah. so so sorry It was the highest uh, highest missed total tackle uh from PFF since 2020 mm. so it's been 3 years or 4 years now since somebody's, somebody's defense has tackled worse than that. so yeah they weren't good
1: they were not good. It's a nightmare. They were not good. Guys. <laughs> not. <laughs> so what about the dub, club dub? We, we got club dub this week. Oh, man. Maybe. Well, uh, it's it's a, a few.
2: it's a pretty exclusive list, actually. So this week we're going to add Jason Kelsey. Yeah. Even though we took the Eagles to shed, we can still give a shout-out to Jason Kelsey. Sure. Arguably the best center of all time, you know, depending yeah. on who you ask. Yeah. Uh, 13-year career, I believe, or 14-year career. I think he announced that he was going to. Two gonna, Super Bowls, right? Yeah, two Super Bowls. He announced he was going to retire. Um, so shout-out to him. We wanted to give him a little bit of credit. You know, he's sure. got a good podcast with his brother and so on and so forth. Before. so, uh, we also wanted to give a shout out and clubbed up to playoff rookie quarterbacks this they week. So, well. CJ Stroud and Jordan Love combined for uh six touchdowns, no interceptions over the weekend. Who needs experience? Um, yeah, no kidding. And they just they lived in control, the, the, the moment never looked too big for either one of them. Um, and just, I mean, you, I don't know what you can say about Jordan Love just destroying that defense. So, yep. um, you know, we, I think we, you know, the Houston game was a little more up and you know, a little more probably leaning toward Houston. Yeah. You could see Houston, but to see the Packers go in there, it's the first seven yeah. seed to ever win against the two seed. Yep format expanded so yep, yep. shout out to them and then the uh the pacers we're putting the pacers in club dub so they acquired uh, Pia- uh pascal siakam the other night um in a three-way trade with the uh, pelicans uh and the raptors of course that's but, a uh, nice move yeah they're gonna pair him with Ther- uh Therese halliburton who's having a great year he's yeah. got a hamstring issue right okay, now but okay. they expect him back in a couple weeks maybe around the all-star break so yeah look out for the pacers you might want to put some future money for them maybe to win the, the east or if you really want to get frisky the nba title so nobody does basketball in the state of indiana over yeah over the Celtics, but okay, yeah. I, got you. I mean, that's good odds. Never know. Good odds. Well, for me, uh, you
1: know, kind of on, on your line with the rookie quarterbacks, it's more the, the coordinators. I like Bobby Slowick uh, from Houston. He came out against the quote unquote number one defense. Now we did talk even last week how Cleveland on the road struggled yeah. defensively, but they were uh, look when I saw them play, I thought they played terrible. Then I saw Dallas play, so Dallas <laughs> was worse. But but Bobby Slowick, I mean, he was. He was lighting them up, dude. He was getting calling in place for Stroud to go deep, and yeah. they were just drilling those safeties. The, the Brown safeties had no answer. Yep. Uh, kept them totally off balance. They really didn't need to do much in the second half because of the pick sixes, which we'll talk yeah. about. They
2: also missed one with Nico Collins at kind of the beginning of the game, oh, too. That was like 80, sure. overthrew him by like maybe a yard, so that could have been even a higher score. If they yeah, run. they
1: had they had the right game plan, and they were able to still run the ball a little bit. So, uh, so shout out to him. He's probably going to be a head coach soon you would think uh, yeah we'll see sure. and then for me puka nakua uh, we, we talked about him periodically throughout the season the rookie for, you know, rookie uh, receiver for the rams he may not win rookie of the year because of cj stroud but any other year he should have because he broke all the records but he plays his first playoff game it was like 150 100, yards, I had like yards. yards yeah he was unbelievable they could not stop him and i don't i guess i didn't see him play that much it's the run after the catch. I yeah. mean he would catch the ball, break tackles, and he's just physical. Uh for a rookie really got it done. So yeah. that fifth rounder really uh, paid off for the Rams. And welcome in. Do you know where he I came from? To, you know what school? BYU. Yeah, Watch he, you had, he played at two
2: schools. Okay. Was, I think USC the BYU. Yeah, I I believe so. But yeah, he just he looks bigger. And like when you see him <laughs> on TV, big. he looks huge. Like you just yeah. yeah. So he said, I don't know if you heard of the
1: broadcast, they said that he's like the fourth or fifth you know sibling in the family he'd always get like piled on on the bed and he had to fight his way out <laughs> so he's used to like being physical for his whole life he's a little guy <laughs> uh so it, it paid off uh the family good job and yeah, no uh, so yes yeah, so we've got look at that look at that. i put two people in clubbed
2: up yeah so be it's, proud. heck yeah it's, it's getting a little vacation, crowded man. over there yeah it's good <laughs> <laughs> you're good to get security to keep everybody wrangled in that's right that's right <laughs> Well, let's go over – oh, wait, you
1: have the stat of the week. You have a stat of the week. Yeah,
2: here's your stat of the week for you, by the way. So, um, LeBron James played um, – sorry, Tuesday night – or no, sorry, Wednesday night. um, And this stat popped up. Do you know what percentage of all-time players that uh, LeBron James has played with in the league – played with or against? Sorry. Wait, what
1: percentage of all-time Yeah,
2: What what percentage of the total league all-time has LeBron played with or against? That's currently in the league, you mean? No, just All-time. 35% 35% of the league. Really? Yes. I couldn't well, span, believe that. We span 20 years, Yeah. Right? So. so I just thought that was an incredible stat. I just wanted to add it in there, you know, a little brain buster since we're kind of out of college football. And so, but yeah, I thought you were going to say some
1: sort of stat of the week of how many girls were licking their nipples last night.
2: <laughs> no. That was, uh, <laughs> that was technically only a half because I think she hit me like in the middle of my chest. No, I don't I even know what nipple. that, yeah, what was that game called, by the way?
1: Well, we were, we were playing this game last night, it's a drinking game called Pinochle, but then I think you switched to Caliente or something. Yeah, that was, I think
2: it's the Caliente version of, of the game. The whatever, yeah. which is,
1: uh, the game is basically a bunch of rant. You put everybody's name in... It's basically Truth or Dare on steroids. Yeah, it's Truth or Dare, but it's, it's it's set up by AI, and then they say, Dalton, uh, tell Weggs to do this to somebody or take two penalties, which is drinking. So... Yeah, it was a wild one last night. Sorry, I
2: forgot to put that at the top. I just slipped that in there. No, that's okay. Well, we, we got to see like a lot of sexual positions. Uh, examples. There was a top yeah. sexual position discussion. When there a was some pillows demos. Got violated. Yeah, a couple yep. pillows.
1: You know, definitely not, not just there. pillows. Not <laughs> just, those are pillows, Mel.
2: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no pillows were harmed in the making of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: sorry for that aside. Let's get to the, the revision of the wild card weekend, pal. Uh, so, hey, this was interesting. Five out of six of the road team or I mean, home teams, won. So yeah. the home field advantage that kind of eclipsed over the course of the season, you know, came forward, came to fruition here okay, in the wild card, except for you know. Your team, the, the Packers there, which is funny, when I heard the stat, I don't know if you heard the stat, that they had won six... Jerry's World opened whenever it opened. Yeah, the Packers are now six and zero in Jerry's yeah. World. they
2: have more playoff wins in Jerry's World than the. the, the so uh, it's almost
1: like a home. Yeah, the Cowboys, especially too. if you're Jones. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't make your.
2: Actually, Aaron Rodgers has more wins in that stadium in the playoffs <laughs> than Dak Prescott does. That, that, so that, that's sad. That's pretty terrifying.
1: True. And then, uh, you know, ATS, the dogs came through. They were four and two on the weekend, yeah. and then the totals were split though, three and three. So you know, a little bit that kind of normalized. Yeah. And we, as we go over the week, uh, we talked about Houston. They they. They kind of lit it up nice work on that one I should have stuck to my you know whatever you, you did a good on that one but Cleveland they just didn't have it and then unfortunately Joe Flacco in the second half throwing those two pick sixes in like yeah. a matter of I don't know 30 seconds it seemed like it's right. good game time that was did them in 45 to 14 not even close and I'm really hoping. I know it's supposed to be a regular season award. That that win kind of eclipses Stefanski for uh, you coach know D'Amico Rob Ryan's yeah. for me and my, my ticket there. A little yeah. selfish.
2: Yeah. Oh, you have D'Amico Ryan goes oh, yeah. there. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Ten to
1: one. I did it. I did it the day before uh, they played the Colts in the week the end of the season. Ah, uh, like He up. was both him and Steichen were the same. So I kind of like basically bet on the Houston team in the win. Yeah. And Thinking, well, that's going to help Baltimore, and then they won this game, so I'm feeling pretty good about
2: that. Yeah, I mean, they could go into Baltimore and win. You know, they played them earlier this year, you know, you just never know, which I'm sure we'll get into.
1: Yeah, so. and then uh, Kansas City, obviously, they were one of the only favorites that kind of looked good. We kind of talked about, I'm sorry about your dolph out situation, yeah, they're yeah,
2: their teaks, Uh
1: But yeah, they it never really was close. They had a Tyreek Hill touchdown long, but other than that, it was a 26 to 7 beatdown. In fact, it should have been like 40 to 7. They just couldn't, they kicked what? six field goals, five field goals in the game, and you talked about the field goal prop last week, so yeah, good job Chiefs, they advance and they're going to play their first row game, which about. And then I want you to go over the Packers. I know you're very excited. About
2: oh yeah, the, I mean just from the jump, you just I could I could feel it, the energy just from yeah. the television. That it was that there, there was a lot of nervousness in that Dallas room, and I, I thought there would be. And I, I don't know if you remember this, but for the first episode on, I told you that Mike McCarthy was going to cost this team. It wasn't well, going to be the talent. It we wasn't all gonna know be, that. So, but yeah, no, I mean it was just it was on. Green Bay was the side from the very jump. They yep. they've been running the ball. I think Aaron Jones is leading the re, leading the league in rushing um, since he's came back in week 17. Mm-hmm. So, so um, he's averaging like 110 or 120 on the ground, and I'm, if they do that, I'm, I just it's going to make life really easy for Jordan Love. Oh, yeah. Their play-action action. game is amazing. Um, and the other big thing that I that I didn't talk about last week is that the the man-to-man tendencies of, of the Cowboys, I think, really plays into the streets. Backers. Yeah, so, good receivers. Yeah, I mean, there's nobody in the league that's got four good corners. Like, they have five good right. receivers. So well, the tight end got involved quite a bit, too. Yeah, absolutely. And just, uh, like I said, they jumped out from the front. They they are the only team in the league that hasn't had a turnover in the first quarter all year as well.
1: Um, well, they score a lot of first drive touchdowns, too. Yeah,
2: they, they usually terrific. got to a quick start, which I think is really important for young teams. It gets the confidence going. It just gets them into the plays. and think it keeps everybody engaged. So, but yeah, I just – I think – I thought also a big coaching mismatch in that game. Yeah. But,
1: uh, well, Lafleur is coming. You know, a lot of people thought maybe he wasn't a good coach because he had Rodgers, but he's shown it the last six weeks, eight weeks, you know.
2: Yeah, season. you can definitely tell the difference between the Rodgers offense and the actual system that they're running now. It looks more like an offense they're running right. now as opposed to a guy just kind of making it up on the fly.
1: So that final was 48-32. to Low-scoring <laughs> game there. Yeah,
2: really low-scoring. I hope he
1: took the under. Uh, the Rams, this was a. This was the only really good game of the weekend. Uh, the Rams went into Detroit. It was, you know, Detroit scored on the first three drives, I think, touchdowns. 21, you know, it was 21-7 or something right away. They looked good. Uh, you know, Ben Johnson was, like, calling a great game. But then something happened. The adjustment at halftime, I give Raheem Morris a lot of credit for the Rams to make the adjustment. And he essentially shut down the offense. So they only scored three points in the second half. But... You gotta give Detroit some credit. They held up inside the red zone. They had three big stops inside the red zone to you know, hold the three field goals and eventually win this game outright, you know, 24 to uh, 23. So they didn't cover the number, Detroit. Get their first win in 32 years. But the Rams, I kind of a missed opportunity there. I thought they had a really good chance to win.
2: Oh, no, they definitely <clears> – <throat> I almost think the Rams were the side. I think oh, yeah, they, they I, were. I think they de- – <laughs> only – I think the, the funniest thing to me was watching Aaron Donald get triple-teamed basically every Every play. time. Yep. I, and the two times they didn't, he literally blew up both of those plays, which yep. I was just like, well, duh. Yep. But, uh, but no, like you said, great – it was only a good game early on the weekend. It was only a really competitive game. Um, yeah, it's tough. I, I I think either team is a good matchup against Tampa Bay, but obviously it's Detroit. So, <clears throat> but yeah, it's tough. I, I think – Looking forward, if the Rams have a good draft, you know, they get a couple pieces on defense. Yeah, defense uh, hopefully Higby, yeah. yeah, hopefully Higby gets, you know, comes back from injury. Right. Uh, they could be a sneaky team next year for sure. I, I, think think Stafford, I just think
1: it's the defensive side. I just felt like they didn't have a, a lot to stop the, the defense and their offense initially. Yeah. Obviously, they, they made some good scheme adjustments. The offense seems great, especially yeah. a healthy Stafford. He played so well. Uh he was making every throw. It was he, yeah. he, I think he was concussed too. He got hit, he he saw his real, eyes rolled up. Yeah. But he played so well, and it's a nice bounce back. You know, what, two years, I guess two full seasons ago, he was the MVP, right? Right. And then he had a terrible year last year with his injuries. Yeah. He played really well this year, so.
2: Yeah. No, and just the, the arm angles. I love that he oh, can yeah. throw from so many different arm angles. Yeah, it's uh, it's very Patrick Mahomes-esque, if you will. Exactly. So, but uh, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see if they bring Cooper Cut back, too. Yeah. I'm well. assuming they will, just because he's a good locker room guy, good culture guy. He's been there for a minute, and he's really good in the run game. So right. it, those guys are kind of valuable. So yeah. it, but it's going to be interesting to see if they actually let him go now that they got Puka. So right. He's, he's Puka's a definitely up. a number one wide receiver. Well, it, they've got him
1: on a rookie deal, which is at least three or four years of that. And I think the fifth rounder still is a th- uh, three- to four-year deal. Yeah, I think it's three years. Super cheap. <laughs> so, yeah. good proc- uh, yeah. effect.
2: Best contract in the league is Puka Nakua, for exactly. sure. All
1: right, so then the Buffalo game. Uh, Buffalo played against Pittsburgh. Uh, this was moved from Sunday to Monday, which was kind of nice to have two games each day. Right. <laughs> Uh, so this game was played kind of mid-afternoon on, on Monday. It wasn't as cold as anticipated. The snow was all cleared. You know, <laughs> I don't know if you were out well, there. Well, the
2: stadium, it was twenty
1: dollars, twenty dollars an hour to clear your own seat. <laughs> I don't know if you heard this. They actually had um, general admission seating then. Yeah, you So you could just clear your own seat and we yeah. whatever. But that took hours and days to do that. But. Interesting game. Buffalo came out, guns a blazing, 21 nothing. They were dominant. In fact, they were going to go up 24 to nothing, but then there was a blocked field goal that was taken down, and then the Steelers finally scored.
2: Which was stupid. That was a stupid decision at the moment.
1: Yeah. But then, uh, I mean, I thought Mason Rudolph, looked rattled in the first half, kind of what we talked about. He turned into a pumpkin, or as you saw, he lost his red nose. But in the second half, there were some injuries on Buffalo's defense. They kind of got it. They got it within a score. It was a lot closer. And they were in jeopardy of maybe not losing the game, but they were kind of choking it away a little bit. And then, you know, a couple more plays and they they made it happen and they ended up covering the covering the number 31 uh, 17 but I don't know we'll see as we talk about this week's handicap if that those defensive injuries will will factor into this week
2: yeah and I just they caught the right they got a good matchup and uh, their run game looks pretty good too Josh Allen yeah. between James Cook you, and Josh Allen James Cook, yeah. yeah they. I mean their run game is it's getting better and it's it's peaking at the right time like they finally don't have to rely on Josh Allen to make amazing throws and he didn't turn the ball over and that's 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 the key <laughs> for this team if he doesn't turn the ball over more often than not, they are going to be. Did you unbeatable. practice
1: your fake slide?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Kenny Pickett style.
1: I mean, he had that. When he it was funny, because I was watching the game. I'm like, oh, he's going to slide because he got the first, and then he like, he didn't really go down pulled, that far. Like, yeah, it was just kind of crouched, a, like a head yeah. and shoulder like thing, and then he went for the full 51 yards for a touchdown. He had top-end speed
2: too. He pulled away from that defensive back. I
1: was worried he was going to pull Hammy, but he's yeah. he's, a, he's an athlete. No, that was the punter yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. that's tough but they say he's like a, you know 240 pound Mack truck out there and he's just <laughs> when he plays like that he's he's done incredible yeah you know, the most fun guys to watch in the league so we'll see what happens and then the last game you mentioned the Eagles went to Tampa three-point favorites. Uh, I don't know. Tampa came out, great great scheme. They were moving the ball. In fact, early I thought they gave up they left some points on the table. They you kicked know, oh, yeah. some field goals instead of touchdowns. If
2: they could catch it, it'd have been over in the first quarter. Well,
1: yeah, Mike Evans. And then it was sixteen to three, but then they got a late touchdown for Philly. So it was, you know, it was a reasonable margin, sixteen to nine at halftime. I'm like, man, is Tampa gonna lose this game? They should be winning this game by a lot more. No, never fear. The Eagles defense sucks and they couldn't tackle anybody. I uh, had that one big play by the rookie. I can't remember his name. He just went to the house, you know, on the, on the sideline. He ran it up the field. Yeah. Nobody tried to tackle him. Yeah. But, Trey Palmer. Uh, Trey Palmer. That guy was good. And then so they they win this game easily, 32 to nine. I thought that the biggest mismatch was they had no answer for you know the blitzing defense for Todd Oh, I mean, They like, had no chance.
2: None. The, the one time they actually had a good play is was Devontae Smith, and they they actually yeah. brought the tight end in to help block. Every other blitz that they brought, they never brought the tight end to block, which makes no sense because yeah. I feel like that's like first, that's like day one stuff. Day you know I mean? you got to like, chip. You got to chip. Well, at least you got to give yourself a, a chance to backpedal and get yeah. rid of the football. Like, yeah. if you don't even give yourself a chance to get rid of the football, then what are we doing here? So yeah i just i it doesn't make any sense there's
1: something going on chemistry wise in that locker room you know obviously they sirianni going to be going to stay i'd imagine two new coordinators you know you coming next year well they haven't made an announcements so no, no, i know we talked about it, maybe he'd lose it but it doesn't seem like it i think they're gonna be new coordinators for sure they need like younger guys at the secondary that's for sure yeah Those Bradbury's bradbury <laughs> sucks roby those Bradley guys, man. Those guys just... And it's not even that. It's just effort. They, you know, they I don't know if you... Did you Bad watch, angles. Did you just, watch the Manning cast or not? Yeah. I watched the Manning cast. I watched a little bit of both, yeah. So Ray Lewis was on there in the fourth quarter when they were getting kind of eviscerated late. And he's like, look at this. You have to make a cup. You know, three guys are supposed to surround the, the, yeah. the runner. And they just... They're all trying to make individual play, just kind of making swipe plays, and they don't surround the guy, and the guy went to the house, but it's all about attitude, and and nobody's running to the football. Yeah,
2: defense is all about effort, effort and- and, So Matt uh, Patricia. Mm. Yeah, right. I he sucks too. I almost think they might have lost the team when they did that. I mean, because they 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 had played a gauntlet, like it's they had possible. played five good yes. teams. So the fact that their defense wasn't playing that great, I mean, it kind of makes sense when you're playing like the Chiefs, yeah. the Bills, yeah. the Cowboys. Like you're playing these good
1: offenses, and they were winning a lot of those games. Yeah. So maybe you're right. Maybe you know, they were it was a, little a little hasty bit, a little uh, with reaction. Sean Desai yeah. giving him. So. Anyway, and yeah, we put the swift pop or whatever. Yeah, so. I don't want to talk about that. But, you, <laughs> but did you end up betting some of the field goal props? Because some of the games had a lot of field goals. Yeah. Some of them didn't, like the Cowboys game barely had Most any. of them
2: are usually at three and a half or okay. four and a half. This uh, is total for the game. Yeah, total for the game. So I did hit the over for the for the Chiefs game, That's and okay. then I hit the over for um, the Tampa Bay game. Okay. So
1: Nice. Well, you had a good weekend. Five and one. I, 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 the vlog, <laughs> five and one. I'm, I'm on some money this weekend. Nice. All right, let's go into the divisional round. We <laughs> We have not done very well with updating these injuries. I don't know if we end up checking the, the Bills stuff, but let's talk about today. Yeah, each team, generally speaking, um, we know that the 49ers are really healthy for the most part. Yep. I think you said the Packers are pretty much healthy for that game,
2: except for Jair. Jair still questionable. But he's questionable.
1: Yep. Okay, and then you have Baltimore relatively healthy and you think you said Mark Andrews is practicing. We don't know if he's going to play yet for Baltimore.
2: Yeah, he is he is back to practice this week. Um actually I think it was last week he even returned to practice. Yeah, so he's
1: returned from uh, there
2: to yeah. get a to get a big boost from him. I I mean I think it's going to be that's going to be huge for their offense. Well, I mean a lot more you than
1: talked 20 about 20 likely and he helped you win a championship in fantasy. I mean, he's got confidence through the roof. And yep. you have seen teams like Buffalo with two different tight ends score touchdowns. I mean, you have two tight ends on a team, I mean, yeah, you're that, able to get some things done Well, that, a 20, that running game
2: that 22 personnel gives defenses a hard time too because it's much easier to just flip plays right. so um I can't remember what game it was the other night, uh, but it might have been actually. I think it was a Tampa game that you can see them running a lot of oh, twenty-two yeah. personnel, and they just check the other side. And it's kind of that Madden when you're playing; it's like the red red box, green box kind of right, deal. So, it over. yeah, it really helps your quarterbacks out. So I could definitely see them doing a
1: lot more of that. I mean, Houston's healthy, but I think the biggest question mark is Buffalo. Like, where are they? I know that the one linebacker is probably not going to play. That looked like a pretty bad injury They carved him off, and it was Achilles or calf or something. But they had. If Razul Douglas comes back at corner, I think that really helps them, especially yeah. for the title. And then, um, you know, there's another corner that went down. The the backup came in and made an interception, but they were picking on him for sure. Oh, yeah. So that's an important matchup. And then I think... Uh, Detroit, they're, they're pretty healthy. Laporta's playing. He he a touchdown last year. Yeah, week. he did. We didn't talk about this in Club Dub, but just rookies in general played really well in the playoffs. There were tons of rookie touchdowns. Uh, you know, Nakua Laporta. Obviously, talked about the quarterbacks. So it was it was awesome. Um, so anyway. We don't have any more. Uh, no, info it here.
2: doesn't look like it's updated. These bastards just um, don't want us to give it yeah, to our listeners here. They're they're real stuffy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it doesn't look like it's updated today. Definitely want to check those if you're going to make some uh, some wagers this weekend on games. Yeah, Obviously, man. injuries are always a big part of it. But uh, we'll get yeah, into
1: that. And the Chiefs are relatively healthy. I mean, if Kadarius Tony's not playing, that's probably for the best. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about these sides. He yeah,
2: can't be off sides this time.
1: Oh man, talk about these sides in total. So these games are broken down. There's two. You know, two, two games each day, uh, two on Saturday, two on Sunday. Um, so the first game is Houston at Baltimore. Uh, you know, this opened is a, I think it was a nine, nine and a half point open. And now it's kind of fluctuated between nine and nine and a half the whole week. Uh, we've got 45 and a half. I think that's right. I should yeah. check that. No, that's right. Um, so when I look at this initially... Look, Baltimore's a great football team. Now, you know, all full disclosure, we talked about it. I've got a Baltimore future winning the Super Bowl. I want them to win this game. I think they're going to win this game. A lot of teams coming off the buys do dominate in these situations. But you leaving that back door open. I just can't, with good conscience, tell you to, to bet the 10 or 9.5. It's just a big number for me. I think it probably is the right side, but Straub just... I think it's a seven-point football game. Seven, seven and a half. That's just the way I look at it. But I don't really see Houston shocking the world here. They have a good, a decent defense. They, they stop the run better than most. Right. But I just don't think, unless Lamar, you know, Shits himself. I think it's gonna be okay for Baltimore in this one. Do you see it differently?
2: No, I see Baltimore covering. I, yeah. I would I would I would be comfortable. Lay it, I'd lay be comfortable laying the even lay yeah, up, even the hook. It. Yeah, even all the way up to the hook. I, I'd be willing oh, to yeah, lay yeah. It. I think that the ten, ten and a half. I think their defense it's well rested. Yeah. It's, it's a veteran defense. Yep. Um and I think they're just gonna bring a lot of pressure to CJ Stroud. I don't think they're gonna handle it very well. I think they're gonna it's gonna look a lot like Tampa Bay and Philadelphia. Okay. Um and I think on the other side you can see Baltimore control the game from the jump. You know, running the football, right. possessing the ball. I think they're I think they're just gonna play keep away. I really do. They're gonna they're gonna be physical. i have no idea what the weather's like in Baltimore this weekend, but I could just see it being uh, really cold, and I could just see the, the physicality just overmatching Houston. there.
1: I mean, if they... Look, Houston doesn't run the ball great, but if they just completely shut down the run and put it in Stroud's hands to to do everything, it's too much. Yeah. Right? He's got to do more than that. So
2: Devin Singletary's actually been pretty good the last has been. Probably five or six weeks of the season, too.
1: Yeah, but Baltimore's no joke. You know Their defense is good, and I yep. think that they're seeing all those upsets last week. I think they're not going to play in this game.
2: <laughs> That's true, and I think I that so from the emotional standpoint, too, I think it it might have been a big uh, I don't I don't want to say like you know they may have lost a lot of their juice. You know, just from last week. To quote
1: Justin Lee today, uh, we've got to shoot our load today. So I think they shot their load. Yeah, I,
2: I think they did shoot their load. Plus they were at home last week. You know, yeah. rookie team going yeah. on the road. They're not going to be able to communicate as well. Yeah. Hostile environment. Baltimore's going to be rocking. I just I don't see how they could possibly yeah. slow them down. I think it's going to be a runaway train. So would train. this
1: be the biggest shocking <laughs> upset of the weekend? I think man,
2: this might be like one of the biggest upsets of all time if okay. that happens. Right. I mean you're talking ten point underdogs here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rookie well, head well, coach, the next team rookie team is about the same, so you know, I'm just yeah, asking. That's that. oh, that's man, that's a good question. What upset would be bigger? Which Houston well, over Baltimore? Well, let's be talk to or? the next
1: game because it's about the same spread. So, same day evening game that's Green Bay against San Francisco at San Francisco. It's down to nine and a half now. We opened at 10. It's hovering around that 50, 50, and a half, 51 points total. So they're seeing some points scored. Most people believe that Green Bay is gonna be able to score on this team because of the poor quarterback play for San Francisco. But I just don't think they're gonna run the football like they could. I know that you love Aaron Jones and he's had a great couple weeks, but they're gonna stop him. They're gonna, and the other thing about Jones and I'm not dogging him because you know, you always say that I'm mad at him because he didn't win my title, which he didn't. But um, he often has these like huge games, three touchdown games and then has a dud the next week probably because the defense says we're not going to let this guy beat us right right so that's what's going to happen so that's the question is can love do it with his receivers without getting like 150 yards or 120 yards from jones and i just don't think so but you know you may you may think differently
2: oh no i actually like green bay in this game i don't know if i don't know if they're going to win but i actually think the big x factor here is going to be the mobility or the legs of jordan love okay so he's a he's a younger quarterback He does move in the pocket really well, but I think they're going to actually move him around the pocket this week. I I can see him maybe not necessarily having design runs, but maybe some more bootlegs, Right, um, get him on the edge, get those linebackers moving. Um, I think tends too much. And I wrote Bay this in my out. article. It's, oh. too, I, it's too much. It, it, the back door is open. Well, all the pressure as well is also on San Francisco. Sure. They're, they're at home. It's they're favored favorite, Yeah, they're, Yeah, they're, like, everybody thinks this team – everybody says this team is the best team in the league, yep. like, by far, from a yep. personnel standpoint. Readings so, if, if Green Bay comes out first drive, 7 nothing, I can see the collar getting a little tight in San Francisco. Kyle Shanahan has been known to shit the bed before. So
1: Well, the, the biggest matchup, as we talked about even last week, is 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 Joe Barry. Can Joe Barry – the right. Defensive coordinator slow down I don't think Brock Purdy's that great but they've got all those weapons for San Francisco yeah. can they do what they did at Dallas where they get out to an early lead get the first touchdown yeah. maybe put 10 points up in the first quarter and, and make Purdy Beat you. I mean, that's, they're not going to abandon the running game in San Francisco. But my point is, put the pressure on. To your point, so I agree with you. I don't. I think it's too many points. Yeah. So to answer the, the, the upset question, clearly you think that Houston would be a bigger upset because you think Green Bay has a shot in this.
2: Actually, game. yeah, I, I think Green Bay has a better chance of beating San Francisco than Houston does yeah, beating Baltimore. I think so too. So just from a personnel standpoint, from a matchup standpoint, I just, I, yeah, I would lean more toward Green Bay. I don't think either one of them is going to win. It'd right. be, I mean, it'd be cool if Green Bay won. If I had to pick one, but.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's tough. Like I have mixed feelings as I hate the Packers. But um, I think that well, the bottom line is if they do end up winning this game, and then they, then they maybe go to Detroit. If they get a little you know, bit of defense, that's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. If they get a
2: little bit of defense, this could be a Super Bowl team. Oh, they, for sure. Yeah. If their defense could play like we all thought it could. If the, they like, had gotten the season, rid of Joe Barry
1: at the beginning of the year, because I don't think he's a very good coordinator. Right. Because they have pretty good guys, especially up front. I like you know, yeah. Sean Gary and stuff. I mean, they got some players. Yes, but absolutely. We'll see. I just think that it's going to be a high-scoring game. I did put in the article it's going to be under the 50-and-a-half, which seems stupid. But I just don't think there's going to be a, a fair amount of points. 50 is a lot of points anyway. But um, You can see
2: a 27-24 game. Yeah, or something like it? that. I mean,
1: yeah. it's right around that number anyway so anyway let's move to sunday probably a little bit more competitive games theoretically theoretically yeah uh you've got tampa detroit detroit's a six point favorite at home 48 and a half point total (laughs) look to me i uh, i love detroit i've got them i've got them to win the nfc plus you know what 10 to 1 which i can hedge next week which is a great position for me i'm really happy they won last week i'm still a little confused i know that tampa and, and this i'm getting on your board now Tampa's defense played great.
2: Vita Veya is an animal. Vita Vea is an animal. That
1: dude is a beast. So if you're not going to run against them, because they they didn't in the first matchup that they beat them. They didn't even try to run. Right. But you got to run sometimes, especially with Gibbs and stuff. I don't know, dude. I, I just feel like it's a bad matchup because when Todd Bowles is calling his defense the way he can call it now, because he's got a full complement of healthy players, It's going to be a tough one. I'm not saying they're not going to win the game, but when this line went from six to six and a half, I was confused. I was confused at six. I had it like four. So I'm just like... They, they barely beat the Rams. Maybe I'm missing something here. You, you like Detroit in this one?
2: I do. I think the big factor in this one is going to be them being at home. Sure. <clears> I well think sure. Tampa being at home last week actually helped them out quite a bit from a communication standpoint. Uh-huh. Um, and I think them going to Detroit, it's going to make that really hard. And okay. I think it's just the, uh, I don't know, just the spirit, if you will. Just like the energy they are going to get from the crowd, I think is going to be a really overwhelming. It's going to be, yeah. I just Jared Goff at home is better. And to your point, I think they actually will run the football this time. Okay, I They think, have to. And to your point, I think Taylor kind of shot their wad last week that, I think that, they, that might have been the best game they've played all season Argu- I mean especially granted, Baker I mean, yeah. three
1: or 50 yards or something granted
2: it was against a defense that quit you know four yes. weeks ago but um, yeah, to your point, I mean, yeah, the Tampa Bay defense is getting healthier, Todd Bowles, but I almost think that Detroit can handle the Blitz a little better because okay. I think their, they have offensive, good line, line, yeah, their yeah. offensive line is obviously not a season, as Philadelphia, but I think they're a lot more athletic than Philadelphia's, so and I think they'll be able to handle that Blitz a little bit better.
1: What about the total here? And,
2: and Ben Johnson. I think Ben Johnson is a better coach than anybody you can name on Philadelphia's staff. So. I,
1: I, I, thought too, I thought that too, except when I saw how the Rams shut them down in the second half. I was like... They didn't have a counter punch, right. which really, because the Rams' defense isn't as good as Tampa's. So I was yeah. just a little worried about that. So, yeah, it's okay. I mean, I, again, I'm being more conservative with these spreads. I have Detroit winning the game, but I'm, I picked the dogs in the first games. I can games see the so over far.
2: here, too. I think both these defenses are susceptible so to too. giving up big plays. And I mean, both teams have really good wide receiver cores. So. Yeah,
1: Detroit wants to stop the run. They don't stop the pass. Right. And, and you've got, you know, two or now the three, you know, and Otten's playing well. And then obviously the rookie you mentioned. Plus, Godwin and Evans played so bad. Yeah. He's going to play better this week. Yeah. I mean, Jesus, he looks terrible. He
2: can't drop another touchdown, right? So. Yeah.
1: Uh, last game. Kind of the marquee game, this is Sunday night. Uh, this is Kansas City at Buffalo. You know, the first we're gonna say it first time Kansas City's ever played on the play on the road with you know Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs, right? Um, so this opened at two and a half, it's up to three now for Buffalo. It's hovering around that 45 and a half, 46 point total. You know, when I first got this, you know, I love Buffalo, dude. I mean, I, I, love, I love fucking Josh, Adams, but he's my guy, he's my guy, like I love that guy, but these injuries are scaring me a little bit. Uh, Narratively, it's pure fandom, you know, fanboy. Buffaloes beat them in the playoffs at Kansas, or not they've lost in the playoffs in Kansas yeah. City, but they've always played well there. Maybe there's pressure for them, but I just feel like they're gonna they're gonna come out and, and try to destroy them. The problem is, is the injuries. So maybe Kansas City can score with them, which I didn't think they could do two weeks ago. Uh, I'm still sticking with Buffalo, dude. I, I, I want them to win, of course, for my future. I've got them as, as well, but yeah. it's giving Patrick Mahomes points on the road. I know makes sense. It's just I can't do it. I I, I think Buffalo's gonna win the football game.
2: Save my heart. Once once Buffalo to of win, my head tells me to pick KC. It's it, smart he's the play. better coach. The better quarterback. Yeah. Uh, and to your point they're getting points on the road Mm -hmm. Um, the big thing here to me is if Pacheco if they can continue to run the football with this team because this this team this whole I think this whole team is predicated on time of possession because their defense is so good but I think their defense can wear down if they don't control the ball obviously just like any other team so I I think they can do that with the Bills just because of their injuries so Mm -hmm. to your point uh, I I like Casey I think Travis Kelsey is finally going to show up uh, maybe score a touchdown you know mess around maybe he'll catch the ball Maybe. Maybe he could open. What, he had like open. five drops last Five, Man, he, anyway. Uh, but is yeah, Taylor going to be there? I, I would hope so, right? I mean, she could brave the cold in KC. She could brave the cold in Buffalo, I would so say.
1: So, a couple of things that I've looked at this deeply, uh, you know, deeply is that with or without the injuries, Kansas City has three playmakers now. That's it, right? Yeah. They've got, Rice, obviously, Kelsey and, and Pacheco. Pacheco. Those are the three guys. You know, Buffalo has more, you know, yeah. so it's...
2: it's. Shakir's really coming on. Yeah,
1: he played well, and you've got the two tight ends there. Yeah. I do think Diz can be taken out. Sneak could probably, you know, check him a little bit. And then your guy, Cook, he had a huge yeah. game in, in KC, so...
2: He did hit that over-rushing prop, too, by the way, last week. Nice work. Nice.
1: The bottom line is they've got to stop Cook right away. Yeah. You know, both catching the ball and, and running the ball. And then, obviously, Josh, Allen. You know, I just, I don't know. I hear what you're saying. It, it's the smart play. It's like the, the wise guy play. <laughs> I can't do it, bro. I, I got to stay with Buffalo in this one.
2: Yeah, so. I would definitely take KC here. I just, yeah. better quarterback, that's all.
1: It's all good. Okay, well, you know, these are my quote-unquote best bets. We're totally opposite from you, which is great. Uh, Buffalo minus, now it's three, I guess, minus three, which isn't a great number. Uh, and then Tampa plus six and a half. Again, this is a hedge against my ticket for (laughs) NFC ticket, but (laughs) those are my only two. I don't have too many picks this week.
2: No, and I've got a, I've got KC plus two and a half. I do like Green Bay in the first half. They're getting six and a half against mm-hmm. San Francisco. I do like that. Um, I'm going to take Detroit minus six. I think that they gotta. I think Dan Campbell's got something going there. I think yeah. they have, they have that that human factor. I feel like they have. I almost feel like they're the most together group in the league. Just because, just Campbell, see, yeah. Just when you see the locker room videos and just see the guys on oh, yeah. post game, like I feel like they are the most together group in the NFL, okay. and I think that can go a long way. And then I threw a little uh, anytime touchdown score for you, a little uh, trifecta. Of Kate Otten a, Okay, this is a, a parlay Yeah, it's parlay We're going to do Kate Otten George Kittle And Isaiah Likely. We're going to go to The tight end trio this weekend That's plus uh, 2084 You can check that Because if might Obviously if Andrews plays Likely's odds Will probably might, go yeah, up uh, this, yeah. So you can definitely Check that out As we head into uh, to Sunday Or Saturday Because they play Saturday So
1: Yeah, those are both. Uh, <coughs> yeah, right they Yeah, play they play Saturday, tomorrow Yeah, I don't know I don't play on Sunday Okay, good. So, nice. But, yeah, that's
2: what uh, I like. It. I like the tight ends this weekend. Well, they don't. don't Stanford Steve
1: always says uh, tight ends are always open.
2: Yeah, well, that too. And I, Green Bay is really bad in the middle of their defense. So their they safety are. play is really bad. Yeah, I would take every nicer. George Kittle prop yeah. over that you can find in the
1: market. Catches, well, I mean, yards, that, touchdowns. That's where, that's where they throw the football anyway. I mean, yeah. All those crossing routes. You know, it's going to be – I would probably take Purdy passing right. yards over. I don't know what okay. it is, but I think they're going to throw the ball a lot uh, against this team. But, you know. I almost
2: think that plays in the hands of the Packers if they so? if they throw I it a lot. You know? Yeah, absolutely. We'll They've they got an all but... all pro running back. I mean, the best running back in the league. Oh yeah, but even throw a ball too. I just I think if they, if they come out, I think if, they, if San Francisco comes out and throws the ball more than they want to run. Oh, we're going to have a special guest that, here. That That's Justin trouble. Lee back there. <laughs>
1: J. Crew himself,
2: yeah. right here—the guy that's famous for shooting his body. Look bod, at this guy! Look at this guy! Look
1: at the guy! Look at the abs on this guy! He's been doing rolls in the
2: kayak. He hasn't had a carb since 2004. He hasn't had a carb. <laughs> he lathers those pa- those abs up with keels in the shower. Oh yeah, baby! Yeah. Oh my gosh! Well, that, would, that
1: would that would be a Whoa. screenshot yeah. right there. It drives the women in Atlanta crazy.
2: <laughs> so we're here till uh, Sunday. I'm
1: here really early Sunday morning. Uh, you're here Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon. We've got beautiful day to play. We're gonna get some games in here we've got some of the mafia guys from chicago here we've great got views, some other great some ball our group we've got a huge house i mean 13 14 people 16, maybe? 16. 16 i think is
2: what justin counted
1: some people sleeping together thanks justin uh <laughs> and uh <laughs> maybe no more drinking games tonight maybe we'll just go to the the karaoke yeah, yeah i think we'll buy um, some karaoke uh, i assume i think we should get out Pete. St. St. Pete's St. Pete's oh, an we're hour, open boy. to your comments for those listening on the live stream uh No, I'm sure that that's not Luke right now, which we haven't checked at all. No, I can see it. Okay. But but anyway, yeah. Luke's on. (laughs) Hi, Luke. so yeah but we're uh we're signing off here you know follow us at side action pod on Twitter side action podcast on Instagram I didn't mention obviously on YouTube you should follow us as well yeah. follow me at Wexpool on Twitter and on Instagram
2: I enjoy the football this weekend right oh, and you yeah, can uh, awesome. you can check me out on Cooper. you can check me on Instagram at Dalton Cooper uh, on Twitter at Mr. Grumpy Gills. Uh, again we are the side action pod check us out on Instagram at side action podcast and on Twitter uh, and enjoy your weekend uh, hopefully you're not too snowed in if you are we got football this weekend so it could be worse you know
1: and tell us what you think about the shades i mean he's, he brought them for yeah. reason. yeah <laughs> uh,
2: well five weeks from now we're not gonna have football and it's gonna be really sad so yeah. or even three weeks we, or four weeks we won't be
1: able to see a blue sky like
2: this in a while yeah so so but uh yeah love you guys
0: that's a wrap for this episode of the side action podcast We appreciate all of your listens and thank you for joining us. We'll see you all again next week on Thursday for some more hot picks and side action.